Welcome to the Autumn Miles Show with your host, Autumn Miles. Autumn is an author, speaker, wife, and mother. She's the founder and CEO of The Blush Network and the author of Appointed. Autumn's vision is to engage our culture with the bold truth of God coupled with raw faith. Now here's your host, Autumn Miles. Hello, welcome to the Autumn Miles Show. I have missed you guys so much. We are back with brand new shows. I am so excited about 2018, you guys. Um... It, God has given me such uh, ex- just excitement in my spirit about what he is going to unfold this year in my life personally. He's told me some things I need to stop, which that's a good thing. Uh, the Holy Spirit is all about um, growing us in him. And he's told me some things that I need to start some things I need to continue to develop. And man, I am on fire for this year. Um, and I'm so excited that you are along the journey with me. Welcome to the journey of 2018. Uh, you know, last year, God really accomplished a lot through what, through what we're doing. Um, we went from a weekly, sh- we, we had a daily show, then we went to a weekly show, and then we're back on the daily show. And we have just seen so much interest in um, our show and the topics. And, you know, it's not just me working here. There's several other people that are working. You just hear my voice. Um, And I just want to say thank you for all the support that you gave us in 2017. It's truly a blessing. We hear from you guys every single day, every single day. And I just want to say thank you. And also thank you for what's going to happen in 2018. I know some of you guys are loyal listeners and we absolutely are so excited about the ride with you. I want to just invite you to come into our world a little bit more um, and and find me on social media. Autumn Miles is my fan page on um, Facebook. And I we are obsessed with you guys. We we really do. We consider you guys family. There's a huge team of us that that work on that um, that Facebook page. We answer questions. We get so many uh, direct messages all the time. I invite you to come on in. There's tons of ministry that we do every single day on that page. Um, come in a little bit closer. Come in a little bit closer. If you have a question, if you have a comment, anything like that, we'll take the good. We'll take the bad. We know that, you know, we're not everyone's cup of tea every day. We'd like to hear from you. Um, you can send us a direct message on Facebook. Also over on Instagram, I do a ton of ministry over there. Twitter, I don't really do much with. I know people do, but it's just not my thing. I, I don't really know. I, first of all, I can't say anything in 180 characters. That's just not happening. Okay. That's just not my life. Um, but we would love to hear from you on one of our social media sites. And we do hear from a lot of you guys every day. Also, if you have a question, comment, you want to book me to come speak at your church, you can email hello at autumnmiles.com. We hear from a lot of you guys that way as well. Welcome to 2018 with us. It is going to be an amazing, amazing, amazing ride. And I am believing God for every piece of our inheritance that we are going to assume this year. We are going to conquer this year in the name of Jesus. I have an incredible guest. I'm obsessed with just the title of her new book. Um, She is a speaker, author. She's written three books. Um, and I know that she's going to bless you today. Um, welcome to the show, Nika. How are you? Hi. Thank you so much, Autumn. I'm happy today to be with you. 
It's so good to have you on the show. And now, Nika and I were talking right before we went on air. They they just, um, th- there was a big winter storm warning, and we got so excited about snow. And then, Nika, we didn't get no snow, did we? Not really, no. <laughs> but we had, you know, all the trappings of it. Made, made a pot of chili, got out our cozy sweaters, <laughs> pretended. That's true. I made homemade <laughs> broccoli and cheese soup last night for the first time ever for my family. <laughs> Cause I'm like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna really capitalize on this snow warning, and then like we got it, we didn't get anything. It was a, it was a big mess. Right. Um, okay, so Nika, you have written a brand new book that just came out, which is called Everyday Genesis. Um, I want to make sure I have I have a couple I have several questions for you, but I want to make sure that we cover this book because I think it's just such an interesting perspective of the of creation so um why don't you tell me first a little bit about yourself i know you're a writer you're a speaker um tell me a little bit about nika um i was a public school teacher um taught english for 10 years um and that kind of came about through the through the back door i mean that was not what i intended to do growing up i had always wanted to be in broadcast journalism so you're kind of doing what I always envisioned for my own life. <laughs> yeah. Um, but along the way, I became very sick with um, systemic lupus. And when I was a sophomore in college, it caused a massive brainstem stroke that left me quadriplegic. I couldn't talk. So there went the whole idea of being in broadcast journalism. Could not speak, could not blink could not move a muscle. What? And, um, yeah, and I was in intensive care for 10 days, and um, I, I did lost a lot of my perception. I mean, I couldn't, because I couldn't see, also my feelings of um, touch, my sense of touch was affected because the, the sensation of anyone touching my arm was totally off. I mean, it felt like fire instead of felt like a soft touch of a hand. It felt like splintered wood. It was just my, my neurological systems were just off during oh that time. Goodness. But I did have my sense of hearing, and I heard doctors warning my parents that I had 48 hours to live. So when you're 20 years old and you've envisioned this whole life, where you're headed, what, you know, what, what's going to happen next for you and maybe where, where you're going and listening to the Lord for your future and everything's mm. so exciting, and then all of a sudden it, it stops. So, okay. Brakes are on. So, Nika, let me just stop here for a second. So, you're 20 years old. You said you were a sophomore in college. Yeah. What, and you, is that when you discovered you had lupus or what, how exactly, no. what happened? Yeah, I was diagnosed with lupus at age 12. Okay. Um, and, and during my adolescent years, I had arthritis as a result of lupus. But it didn't start really progressing until I was 18, my senior year in high school. And then um, I started experiencing some kidney failure. And so the doctors put me on chemotherapy for two years uh, to kind of contain the lupus and redirect it and maybe calm it down. And um, it was during that two-year period of having chemotherapy as a treatment for lupus that I suffered the massive brainstem stroke at age 20. You know, some doctors think it was a lupus-induced stroke, which is possible, and other doctors think that it was a result of long-term 
chemotherapy because that's also one of the things that is a hazard of chemotherapy is heart attack or stroke. Oh, my so goodness. So it doesn't matter to me the the <laughs> the reason why it happened. We just know that it, it happened and that I survived. So you, so you all of a sudden are quadriplegic. Yeah. You, and when people touch you, you said it, it feels like fire. Mm-hmm. You have no senses whatsoever except you can hear. Uh-huh. That's right. And you heard the doctors. So did they know that you could hear? <clears throat> no, I don't think so. Um, at the, at the time, I, people would just talk in my room, assuming that I couldn't. They would talk to talk about me and not necessarily talk to me. Oh, my goodness. Um, during that time, um, you know, I was really just hoping, would somebody please read the Bible to me or oh. play me music or something like that? I really, really wanted the Bible. But that was one of those things that, uh, you know, in the, in the trauma of the moment, I don't think anyone thought to read to me. Mm. Um, but to just want to express to your listeners the beauty of Bible reading is not just that it benefits you in the moment. Mm. It's going to benefit you in the future, too, because everything that you take in through the Holy Spirit's help, He will bring back to your mind mm. in a time of crisis. Amen. So because I had read, you know, growing up, I had actually one scripture memorized at age 20, only one, and it was Romans eight eighteen, which says... Um, I consider that our present suffering mm. is not worth comparing to the glory that will be revealed in us. Yeah. And of course, as I'm longing to hear God's encouragement through the word and didn't have access to it because I couldn't even ask someone to read to me, mm. the Holy Spirit kept bringing that verse up to mind. Mm. And then other verses that I may not have had memorized, but I knew the concepts of them and I knew basically what God had promised. And so I just want to encourage your, your listeners that that every investment we make hmm. in the Word of God is an investment that will pay off more than we can imagine Amen. in our futures. Amen. So uh, that is beautiful. I could not. <laughs> yeah, you, you really, you can't say that enough, right, Nico? You, right. you, you literally right. can't say that enough. One of the things that we, our ministry stands on is bold truth of God's word coupled with raw faith. And it, mm-hmm. the answers are there. That is incredible. So you hear the doctors tell your parents, she's got 48 hours to live. And then what? And then when I lived through the 48 hours, you know, they, <laughs> they had to readjust. Wow. the prognosis, and said, well, she's lived now. However, she will remain in a vegetative state for the rest of her life. Mm. Um, she'll never walk again, never talk again. And you may need to look into a nursing home or assisted living. That's another thing that you don't imagine ever hearing as a 20-year-old. You don't think that's going to be part of what is spoken over you. Yeah. But um, my mother was a, is a woman of great faith. Hmm. And I got to hear her response to physicians, and she said, well, we serve the great physician. We appreciate so much your knowledge and your your guidance in this, but in the end, we believe what he says about her. And what he has spoken over her life is is what will stand in the end. And so we prayed, we waited, and what a glorious um, transition happened (laughs) as I learned to walk again, learned to talk again. And now I have all these um, spectacular memories that most people can't remember their first steps, but I can. 
I can remember my second step, uh, my second set of first wow. steps, my second time to learn how to swallow um, food. All those things that, that maybe infants or toddlers experience, I got to experience again as an adult. Mm. And those experiences were ones that I walked with God through, being very aware of his presence, being very aware of his um, peace and his gifts to me during those moments. Wow. Wow. What? And now you're talking to me right now on the radio. I mean, how, how, right. how, how incredible is our God? How incredible is he? I mean, he, I mean, <laughs> he is the great miracle worker. He is the one that dives right into the impossible and turns it into possible. Wow. I feel like, you know, pausing here for a second and just talking to our listeners for a minute. What what impossible report have you been given? What impossible thing has man spoken over you? Nika, that is so incredibly powerful what you just said. God is the one that can flip it, that can turn it, that can bring hope into a devastating situation. And uh, one huge example of that is Nika. That is incredible. <laughs> wow. Let, uh, praise God for fueling my faith today and my hope. That is that is amazing. So you, so you've come through, you're, you're a writer, you've written this book, um, everyday Genesis. Is this book about that time in your life? Well, before I get to that, I want to say one more thing that just popped into my mind that might be a gift for one of your listeners today. I think there are people who, who look at their lives and they look at the past maybe, and they think, oh, well, my experience in this is wasted. Listen, with God, nothing is wasted. Amen. When I said at the beginning that I was um, that I had anticipated being a broadcast journalist, my bachelor's degree is in broadcast journalism, <laughs> and there could be it would be so easy for me to dwell on that and be, become bitter or sorrowful and say, "Yes, but that's wasted. I never did anything with it." Listen, the Lord never wastes anything. In fact, Psalm twenty, I mean Psalm thirty-seven, twenty-three says. Mm. The steps of the godly are ordered by the Lord, and he delights in every detail of their lives. Mm. One of the details he delighted in and still delights in in my life is that I've trusted him with the fact that he brought me through broadcast journalism training because I wasn't going to be the one with the radio show. I was going to be the one interviewed by the mm. radio shows. Yeah. But I didn't realize that at the time. When I when I was paralyzed, I just thought, oh, no, I'll never get to be in broadcast journalism. And mm. it's as if God were saying, just wait, mm. I've trained you and I will use your training. And even here we are this morning. Mm. And God knew about this day. He knew about me talking to you on the phone, Autumn, mm. and that you would be interviewing me. And he prepared me for that. And so for any of your listeners who are looking mm. at something that has been a drastic change in their lives and they think to themselves, Oh, no, it's all wasted now. I'll never use that. Or what was that for? Listen, the Lord is faithful and true, Mm. and he will make use of everything he's brought into your life. He delights in every detail Mm. of of your life. So um, back to your question, is everyday Genesis. Amen. I just got to say amen. Hold on. (laughs) Amen. That was beautiful. Girl, you are preaching up in here. I love it. I love it so much. Okay, okay, your book, your book. I could listen to that all yeah. day, but go ahead. Yeah. Tell me tell me about Everyday Genesis. Um, well, Everyday, so Everyday Genesis is not necessarily about my experience with paralysis. My other book, Hunting Hope, is about 
um, crawling through the rubble and debris of, of heartache and mm. seeing the light on the other side of it. Um, so that is through um, about getting through crisis. But everyday Genesis is about what happens after that. Because, see, when I, you know, was able to walk again, when I left the hospital, my question was, what now? Yeah. What next? What do I do now? Because I still walk with a limp. I have a cane. And sometimes my voice is not as strong as it used to be. There are several things that are still um, a remaining disability in my life. And I had to really seek God and say, what next? And I loved the fact that you started the program today talking about the new year. And you didn't say, I made a list of New Year's resolutions. You didn't <laughs> say that, Autumn. You said, I asked the Lord what to do. Mm-hmm. And he pointed out things to stop. And he pointed out things to start. Yeah. So you got your vision and your direction from mm-hmm. your creator. That's right then that's what we have to do. And that's what really Everyday Genesis is about, is receiving our vision and our direction from our Creator, our Creator, the one who made the world. And it's detailed in the book of Genesis, as we all know. But I think that the process, the divine sequence of creation, moving from light all the way to the space and sky and then... Um, you know, land and vegetation and then the sun and moon and stars, that sequence is not only how God moves to create for creation. It's the way he moves in recreation Mm -hmm. to make us a new creation. I think a lot of times we think that the moment of salvation was the moment of recreation, the moment we became a new creation. That's true. Yes, ultimately that's true, but He's ready to do that every single morning. His mercies are new every morning. Mm -hmm. So we have access to the Creator and to being made a new creation every single day. And that's the concept of everyday Genesis is um, coming into His presence to seek vision, not only for the new year, but for for the day at hand. Right. To access your spiritual gifts and to to dwell in his presence through the spiritual disciplines. That was something I never understood growing up. I just thought, what are spiritual disciplines? How do I commune with God through prayer and, and, and Bible reading and maybe meditation or service? How do I do those things? I didn't know what it looked like, practically speaking. And so I've explored that in my new book. I hope that when people read it, they can see how they to incorporate the spiritual disciplines in their lives to have a real, true, meaningful relationship with the one who made them. Mm. So um, let me just pause there for a minute. If you're, you join us today, uh, we've been rolling here for a little bit. We are talking to Nika Maples. She has written three books. We're talking about her third book and her just incredible story of hope um, uh, that she, she went through so much and she still speaks of the hope and the power and the goodness of the Lord. Her new book is called um, Everyday Genesis. Uh, and I want you to pick it up. You can go find it on her website, nikamaples.com. Is that right, Nika? Can you find it over That's there? True. Okay, perfect. Yes. Um, I want you guys to go pick up, pick up this book. I, I love to have people on the show that have actually been through something horrific and still have that hope, still carry the mantle of hope still find God in there. You know, it's almost as if 
those of us that have been through something incredibly difficult and have and have clung to the Lord and not forsaken him, I know in my own personal life, I can look back and now it's almost a gift. It's a gift mm-hmm. that God has given me in order to minister to everyone out there listening. And Anika, I feel like, I mean, I, I sh- sh- certainly we wouldn't have done it that way. But right. um, what that has produced in your life is so incredibly powerful. I want you guys to go pick up this book um, at NikaMaples.com. That's 1K, N-I-K-A, Maples.com. Um, okay, so um, I, I heard, a little birdie told me, uh, that you kind of ran from the, from the calling of being a writer. Tell me about that a little bit. You know, I, I wanted to. I sensed the Lord... Um, birthing in me writing from the time I was five years old. I mean, it was a, a desire of mine, um, but it just felt so overwhelming and scary. And also my weakness was jealousy. I compared myself to other women. Mm. And I think that a lot of women, we do that. Mm. We compare ourselves um, physically to other women. We compare ourselves um it's success or career-wise with other women. We compare our families and relationships with other women, and it's just not—it's just not what the Lord wants for us. So I compared myself with other women, and I thought I just don't have anything to say. I don't have anything to write about, or I would write some with my first self-published book, and then I immediately started comparing my work to other women's work, and I said, well. I don't know why, but this is just not as good as others. And it was a trap. It was a trap of the enemy to be focused on comparison. Mm. When I finally let go and and did exactly what I'm saying we have to do every day, I sat with the Lord and I said, look, I, I need some balance. I need to understand the things that you want to change in my life. And just like in Genesis when God said, let there be light, he said into my heart, let there be revelation. Mm. You need to know this right here, that you're indulging jealousy. You see, those, all those temptations of the enemy, those can be thoughts that enter, but they can't be thoughts that we entertain. Mm. There's mm. a big difference. A thought that enters, that's going to happen all day long to us. The, the problem comes when we as Christians entertain thoughts that we're never, we don't take our thoughts captive to Christ, for Christ, and I allowed jealousy to to fester in my thoughts, and that was not taking it captive and and surrendering it to to Jesus and saying, remake my thoughts, tell me to focus on whatever is true, whatever is lovely, whatever is noble. So when God illuminated jealousy for me and said, this is what is holding you back, Mm. this is the very thing that you need to eliminate in your life, that you need to surrender to me. And and let me lead all the different women in the church. Let me lead them the way I want to lead them. And let me lead you the way I want to lead you. Your relationship with me is for you. And um, when I did that, that was the beginning of a big process for me that led me to freedom. It led me to productivity. It led me to totally believing for the first time in my life that God loves me. And there's nothing that I can do to earn that love. Yeah. That he loves me and that he has a plan for me that is good mm. and that he will accomplish it if, if I stay in cooperation with him. Mm. And so um, that's when I started being 
um, confident in my writing and then writing again and writing again and now having three books to speak of that never would have happened if I hadn't surrendered to him. I love that. And I just have a feeling this is going to be such a, such a game changer for a lot of people, this everyday Genesis. Um, what, what do you hope? We have just about a minute left. What do you hope? Um, everyone who picks up one of these books, what do you hope stays with them um, as they read through and, and sort of process what needs to be renewed in their lives, what needs to be created in their lives? What's your hope for that, Nika? My desire is that everyone who reads that book engages with their spiritual gifts in a brand new way, that they realize that God has given them a spiritual gift. He didn't leave them out. Mm-hmm. And that he gave it to them for a purpose. And Philippians 2.13 says that God works in us to will and to act according to his good purpose. So Mm -hmm. I pray that people who read it will realize that they've been given gifts through which God will touch the world and change it. Wow. And we're going to have to end there with that. Nika, um, thank you so much for being on the show. So incredibly powerful, your story. Um, And I I love this book already. It's, it's, It's amazing. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for listening. I want you guys to go pick up this book every day. Genesis, you can get it at NikaMaples.com. Connect with her. Go follow her on social media. Um, You know, buy her other book, uh, Hunting Hope. That sounds amazing as well. We will see you right back here tomorrow on The Autumn Mile Show. Thanks so much for listening today. The Autumn Miles program is listener supported and your donation to keep it on the air is appreciated. To make a donation, visit autumnmiles.com. And with a $100 donation or more, you'll receive an autographed copy of Autumn's book, Appointed, Your Future Starts Now. Join us next time for the Autumn Miles Show on The Word, 100.7 FM.